You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Word on the Way. Thank you for listening in. God has a word for you today. Yes, he does. We talked last week about what are you picking up? What did we say? Yeah, what it was is. It? What it's, are you picking up? What are you picking up? Oh, that's awesome. Good job. Um, and this week we are... Oh, because remember I said, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. We're going to talk about what are you passing down? So we left off last week with Jethro giving advice to Moses. Mm-hmm. And um, Moses took the advice. Yep. And he ran with it. Yes. And it was a blessing to him. And then this week, we want to start off right on the same foot. Um, Jethro was willing to give advice to Moses. And so let this be a blessing to you today. What are you passing down to your children, whether they be physical children or um, spiritual children? What are you passing down? It brings us to our very first point. Be intentional. That is one of the things that you did say also at the end of last podcast. You were like, and you need to want to be the Jethro in someone's life. Mm-hmm. So that is being intentional. Jethro was willing to, he saw a problem and speak up and go, hey, I, I think I know a solution to your problem, Moses. And he was willing to speak up and give advice instead of just seeing a problem and go, well, that's his problem. And so be intentional. Be a Jethro to somebody. Yeah, he stepped in when he saw that there was something that he had to offer. Yeah. Um, so Deuteronomy chapter 11, what verse am I starting at? 18. Verse 18 says this, So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. This is God speaking. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. You know, people in the New Testament, like they actually did that. And they would have like they would have bigger and bigger boxes on their foreheads and it was to show how holy they were so they you know always man perverts something so anyway Mm -hmm. teach them to your children verse 19 talk about them when you are at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth you and your children may flourish in the land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Be careful to obey all these commands I'm giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. Then the Lord will drive out all the nations ahead of you, mm-hmm. though they are much greater and stronger than you, and you will take over their land. Wherever you set your foot, that land will be yours. So, wow, we love the promise of this, but mm-hmm. we didn't a lot of the times we don't focus on the fact that God gave us instruction before this promise. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was, you got to teach your children my ways. You got to, you know, talk about them when you're in your home, when you're on the road, um, when you're in the drive through to at Burger King, um, when 
time sitting in the parking lot with Benjamin at, at his school. Yeah. Waiting for him to go in. I am talking about the words of our father. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be intentional. And the reason why he says this, do it on your way to places. Yeah. Isn't that what Jesus was doing with his disciples? Yes. And mm-hmm. so many of his miracles took place when he was on his way to go do something else. Yeah. Um, yes. If you aren't doing it on the way. Yeah. If you're, this is your word on the way. <laughs> if you're not doing it on the way. There's never a right time. No. There's never like, why don't you do it when the time comes up? Yeah. And so you talked about that with me earlier today. Yeah. That's why I think that that's why it can become hard for our children to know how to apply God to their day-to-day life. It may be hard for them to apply God to their everyday life because we don't quite put him into every situation of our life. He's not intermingled with the everyday um I don't want to say ritual, but like yeah, reality of the life. Yeah, yeah, everyday realities. The reality is, this morning my one girl was fighting with my youngest boy because she didn't feel like giving him syrup at the moment, and it was very petty, and she was very rude to him. And I'm here trying to correct her, and then there was like a flashlight that went on in my head, and I was like, oh, it was like God moment, God moment, say something, put <laughs> God in this, and I realized, oh. While I'm trying to correct her, I can apply the word of God into her life. Right now, Karina, was that the heart of Christ? Mm -hmm. Who lives and reign in your heart? Yes. And was that the heart of Christ? Did you need to handle Jeshua that way over syrup? Who rules and reigns? Do you reign or does Christ reign in your heart? Who is on the throne in your heart? Yeah. Yeah. And if you want him to learn how to be such a way you can teach him you can pass that on to him by acting such a way yeah so don't treat him like that if you don't want him to learn to treat you like that and i was it doesn't often happen but at that moment god you know alerted me and i was like oh i can put god i need to put god in this that's the moment when you're sitting in your house instead of just yelling at her that was mean (laughs) i was like who reigns in your heart yeah, you didn't have to and you were in the middle of something, but you could have because Christ reigns in your heart. Yeah. And that was something that would have been kind to do. That is how we can train them and pass something down in the day to day like it speaks in Deuteronomy. Yeah. So we've got to train them. We've got to instruct them. Mm-hmm. We've got to teach them and we've got to equip them. Um, just like, you know, the fivefold ministry, I wonder if there's like some kind of connection there with like the ministry in the home as well. Yeah. But just like the fivefold minute, five, fivefold, fivefold ministry, um, teaches us that's, you know, we've got to be able to equip people. We've got to be able to, to train them. Yeah. Um, and we can do that as parents. What are you passing that down? Yeah. Are you being intentional? Yeah. Um, we can be those, those parents and, I talked with you about this. Like, we don't want to dull our children. Mm-hmm. We don't want to dull their faith. We don't want to make them weaker in their faith. Why don't we make them stronger? Yes. And that is a, another way we can do that by showing them how God applies in their everyday, in how they behave from the moment they wake up till they go to, till they go to, till they go to sleep. Yeah. How God, they need to, they are representing Jesus and he is with them morning, noon, and night. You need to be a Jethro. Yes. Because there's some women who are still stepping on platforms mm-hmm. that have short skirts on that don't, they don't know better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so will you be a Jethro? And 
I'm not telling you to be a Karen. I'm telling you to be a Jethro. Yeah. So don't be a Karen, a negative Nancy, and be nasty to somebody and talk about her behind her back uh-huh. and call her a hoochie mama <laughs> or whatever when you could be a Jethro and say, hey, you're going to ruin yourself, yeah. Moses, if you do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, woman of God, I know you to be a woman of God. I'm not going to question your character at this moment. I don't know if anybody ever trained you or taught you. You're going to you're gonna attract something that you don't want to attract or... Somebody is going to look at you and, and not recognize the call of God on your life yeah. because they're judging what you're wearing. Yeah. And, hey, people do it. it, it, it man we judges. Heard, we the heard Bible it from the sa- word. Yeah, the Lord says man judges the outward appearance. So it, it happens. Man is going to come in to that church and judge in some way. And someone might, might think something. And are you going to lose a ministry opportunity just because you you didn't you didn't think about how you know people are sitting down lower and they can look up higher mm-hmm. you just didn't think about it mm-hmm. don't you don't have to lose it you could be a jethro and you could step in and say hey th- you know there's a better way to do this yeah um i don't want you to wear yourself out i don't want you to miss an opportunity that god could use you for because you just don't know better mm-hmm. and so here's my advice yeah that's mm-hmm. good um, Abraham, it's so cool when he went to sacrifice his son on the mountain. That's not the cool part. Um, and obviously God didn't tell him to follow through with that. It was a test, but Isaac said to him, father, where's the, where's the animal for the sacrifice? Uh-huh. He knew what it was to worship God. Yeah. He knew what it was to bring an offering to God. And that shows you that Abraham had taught him yes. what it was to worship God. Mm-hmm. So are you taking the moments in life to teach your child, not just, you know, going and reading your Bible when they go to sleep, though I've been guilty of it at times. Yeah. Um, or are you taking those moments throughout the day mm-hmm. to go, hey, let's let's go worship the Lord. Yes. And this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. You know, God desires for us to bring an offering to him. Um, and so let's bring him an offering today. Yeah. And are you including your children in that? Yeah. Having God moments every day. God moments every moment. Yeah, every moment with your children. That's, That's good. good. Hallelujah. Santo. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Point number two. Focus on the promises. What are you passing down? Are you focusing on the problems or are you focusing on the promises? You know, there was a whole generation of Israelites that ended up dying in the wilderness because there were people who led the way in focusing on the problems. Yeah. Are you going to pass down problems or are you going to pass down faith for Mm -hmm. the promises? Are you going to pass down unbelief and doubt and doubt? Because all you can see is the problem. Mm-hmm. And you remember. Yeah. You know, you remember, and this is an issue. Or are you going to pass down faith for the promises? Mm-hmm. That's what held back the children of Israel because they heard their parents murmuring, complaining, and focused on the past instead of focusing on the promises that God had before them the promised land and yet their eyes were focusing on the past and so they could not keep the promises God had for them yeah because they were pretty much picking up bad habits or being trained um how to keep the eye on the problem on the problems yeah and not on the promise yeah 
And it's so interesting because just as you were saying that, I'm remembering how when the Israelites were in Egypt, their cry to the Lord rose up to the Lord. God heard their cry because they were crying out to the Lord because they were in bondage. Uh-huh. And now when they're in the wilderness waiting to go to the promised land, instead what happens is they begin to cry out to Moses. Yeah. They begin to murmur among themselves. Yeah. Instead of crying out to the Lord and their Lord rising up to the Lord and God hearing them and then answering them, Mm -hmm. now they're crying out against Moses. Yeah. And they are murmuring and complaining amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is what shifted and changed is because they they were focused on the problem rather than on the promise. Yes. And the promise keeper. Yeah. Mm hmm Um... And so as a, as a parent or as a leader in ministry, um, if we do that, if we find ourselves in a situation and we focus on the problems that we see going on around us, uh, government problems, mm-hmm. even with all that had happened with 2020, you know, all, everything, all the, the problems in your children's school, how the, the school board allows yes. kitty litter now in the school. If you got fearful of COVID, if you got fearful fearful of the stuff that's going on in the public school system, if mm. all these things uh, has a grip on you, your children are going to pick up those habits and then they're going to be fearful and of sickness and disease. Focus on that. Fearful of the devil coming into our schools as though the devil is stronger and bigger and better than God. Uh-huh. They're, oh, you hear my dogs? Yeah. <laughs> um, but if that is where your focus is on, then your children are going to learn how to focus on those things. But instead, you take the opportunity to go, hey, who's stronger, honey? Who's bigger, baby? It's our God, yeah. not the enemy. He can try to come into schools, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to go and we're going to start a Bible club. You yeah. know what we're going to do? We're going to let them know who is bigger and better. We're going to do it through love. If you teach them how to apply God in that way instead of going, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that's happening. Oh, my goodness fearful yeah they're gonna pick that up yeah but if you go oh really let's show them what our god can do yeah then they're gonna be able to address their problems with god where's the third one (laughs) we have we have children asking where where baskets are because you know there was a basket raffle and there were baskets one um yeah and we, I feel like, uh, at least in American culture, where what we do that the most with is our finances. Yeah. Um, That's know, an area we, that. yeah. Me and Maro have been very convicted with that. Definitely. Like we, I mean, years ago, God has brought it. Thank the good Lord. He has brought us a long way. We still have a lot of growing to do. But um, I feel like we had in the past often go guys that's too much money yes that's too much money we can't afford that and i know like even at there were times where we would go yeah you'll understand when you're older Uh uh-huh you're training them in unbelief in unbelief and like when you're older you're gonna see how hard it is why would we even want our kids to have it hard that way and like think that way oh no but we we have said that I know I try really hard to, if we can't afford anything, if we can't afford something right now, like, you know, Samuel has asked, hey, can we go, can we do this? Can we do that? Like, can we do this again? Um, and I'll say, oh, well, we're doing this instead. And he'll go, well, why can't we do both? And I say, well, we can't afford to do both right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can believe God with me, though. If God wants us to have something, we'll have it. I make sure to make it very clear 
because it's not pie in the sky like yeah we have all the money in the world we could do whatever we want right now and you can't be stupid Mm -hmm. like you can't spend what you don't have yeah but you can speak faith into a situation and Mm -hmm. you can speak faith to your children and say no we can't afford to do that right now yeah um but you can believe god with me you know in that deuteronomy 11 i was studying today um It was with a a Dallas Shuttlesworth. She mentions it in her rain thing. You know where it says, uh, and you shall take, like, wherever your foot treads or something like that? Yeah. Where is it? Which Um, verse is it? Wherever your foot treads. Okay. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. I looked it up with Andrew Walmack's commentary, and he goes, you notice how the Lord did not just give them an amount of territory? Yeah. He He doesn't just say here. All of like he doesn't just hand them this territory. He says wherever your foot treads, meaning wherever you walk into, wherever you go forward and do something about, wherever you put your feet down, wherever you cooperate with me. Yes, then you can have it all. You'll have it, but you have yeah, but you have to walk into it. Wherever you go, then you'll have it. If you don't walk into it, if you don't cooperate with me if you don't move forward if you don't take action no you won't have it yeah so that's why he goes wherever your foot treads you will have territory that's good and so are you going to teach your children to have that kind of faith are you going to teach your children to cooperate with god yes or are you going to focus on the problems like the 10 spies did they saw the the giants of the land they saw the grapes, the huge clusters of grapes. They saw that the land was good, mm-hmm. um, but they were focused on the giants rather than the promises, and they let it envelop them. They let it weigh them down. They let it blur their vision to the promise keeper. Yeah. And the 10 spies ended up influencing the whole community of the Israelites to the point where they wept all night, thinking, like, we are going to perish. Mm-hmm. They lost sight of the promise keeper because they were focused on fear. Mm-hmm. And we as parents or parents of spiritual children or natural children, yeah. we need to be passing down faith. What are you passing down? Yeah. What, are you, what are you giving to the people underneath you? What is point number two? It is. Point number two, focus on the promises. Yeah. Are you focusing on the promises? We can't be weeping because of unbelief and doubt yeah. in front of at all at all and especially in front of our children uh, naturally spiritually we cannot be wasting time weeping because of unbelief and doubt and and not realizing that there are people watching children watching us and they're going to they're going to pick that up they're, they're going to learn unbelief. that they're going to learn that you need to focus on the promises and every situation you get a chance you let them know but God, yes. Let's have faith for this. Yeah. We don't fit in this home, but God, we're going to pray together as a family and trust that our new home is coming by the end of this year. We need a new vehicle, but God. Yep. Um nothing's too hard or too big for God. Uh mom dad needs a job, but God. Yes. That it we can't be s- sitting down weeping and crying in unbelief and uh-huh uh you know doubt when we can take that moment and Mm -hmm. go you know what let me let you know what the bible says god can do we could be like a joshua and caleb and say we can surely take the land surely honey Uh, our tire 
is messed up right now. Uh, dad doesn't have a job. Surely God can handle this. Yep. Surely it, you'll see. You'll see God get us through this. That is what we need to make sure we are doing so that we can focus on the promises and let our children learn how to. So when the wind blows in their life, Santo, somebody say it. When the wind blows in their life, they won't go and fall apart. Yeah. Um, many. And again, I, I know because my husband and I have been uh, the ones that have messed this up in the past where we focused on the problems and when the wind blew, we fell apart. Yeah. And so now I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not living that life no more. When the wind blows, I'm going to remind the enemy what the word of God says. We're and my, fast, yeah. yes, my children are then going to go, oh, but that when the wind blows, I know who's in charge of the wind. Yeah. I know who's in charge of That's creation. Good. Yeah. That's what you want to pass down to your children. The promise maker, not the problems, but the promise, That's the good. promises of God. Amen. Amen. I don't know what the point number three is, but it's going to be a good one. Take after Jesus. <laughs> it is. Take after Jesus. What are you passing down? Are you passing down to your children that you are taking after Jesus? Or are you following after man? Are you teaching them to take after Jesus or to take after man? You heard it say, you look like your father. You take after your mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can pass down our own char characteristics and personality traits. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> um, next week, we're going to talk about um, generational curses. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be a good one. You don't want to miss it. Um, I'm going to cough again. <coughs> um, so you can teach your children to take after you or you can teach them to take after Jesus. We do make mistakes mm -hmm. and you could teach your children to take after you or you can teach them to take after Jesus just because you are not yet perfect. Doesn't yeah. mean that you can't pass down to them. Hey, we are our house and a home that we follow after Jesus. And I might have made a mistake, but you're not following that mistake. You're going to follow Jesus. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you can't point them in the right direction just because you've made a mistake. Mm -mm. No. Because mm -mm. you're not teaching them to follow hard after you. No. You can teach them to imitate you as you imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. And then again, you're not following after every single one of my footsteps. I can give you good advice and I can also make mistakes. Yeah. But even when I've made a mistake, I can still point you in the same, in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so we want to take you to Genesis chapter 34 briefly. And this is going to be our last point. So stick with us. This is, uh, interesting story you might know of jacob his name literally meant heel grabber or heel catcher he was a deceiver he deceived his father into giving him his older brother's blessing and so he was a deceiver several times he was a deceiver and then we see that his daughter is defiled in some way. You know, a man takes her and has uh, is intimate with her. We don't know whether she's raped or that, she, or if she consents to it. But they are not married, so she's defiled. And um, Shechem, which was the man's name, and his father come to meet with Jacob and his sons, and say, "Hey, we would like." you know, to intermarry with your, you know, the people, the women of your land are beautiful. And this, you know, this woman's beautiful. I want her. Mm -hmm. um, let's intermarry. Like, let's make a deal. Mm -hmm. And Jacob's sons 
they say, yeah, that's a great idea, but you know, we're all circumcised. We have a covenant with our God. You would, you know, you would have to do that. We're commanded by God mm-hmm. that, that, that has to be the case. And so they're like, that's a great deal. I, I'm sorry, but the Israelites must've been beautiful. They must've. Or they must've had lots of money. What lust can do. What lust can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could cause you to chop off a body part. But anyway, <laughs> um, they say that's a great deal. Idiots. Uh, idiots. Um, but they go and they take care of that. <clears throat> and then um, while they're still sore, the Bible says, Jacob's sons come and kill every male. So was this a scheme? It was a scheme from the jump. They from never the had intentions yep. of giving their sister and their women. Never. Mm-hmm. They were deceivers. Jacob, the deceiver, had sons who end up being deceivers and jacob was there he had to have known their intentions even if they did even if he didn't he then did not fix it yeah he didn't fix his sons he said you know like a curse has fallen on us and you know and on you like you're bad you know he he tells them and he says this is you know what's happened because of this but you don't see him do anything about it you know it. he's around so you know he's aware you see and he knows what they did then Mm -hmm. and he doesn't do anything about it and um you know when i I was meditating on this i just thought like if you allow something in your children you may become a victim of it Mm -hmm. and because you're the closest person to your child yeah and so then jacob's sons they did that deceiving thing to the shechemites or whatever the canaanites and parasites whatever Mm -hmm. they're called and then Jacob doesn't fix it. And you see later on his sons then deceive Jacob and say, oh, your son was killed by a wild animal. Joseph, mm-hmm. a wild animal got him. And you see that it like he says, this is going to bring me down to the grave. Yeah. It caused Jacob it grew. so much trouble. Mm-hmm. It grew. It multiplied. Yeah. And it caused him so much heartache and sorrow. And often we see. In some Bible stories that the the father or the parent doesn't fix something that they see in their child that needs to be fixed because they also had that personality trait or they also struggled with that sin. Yes. They did the wrong wrong thing. And so they they might feel like, who am I to correct that? When I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you who you are to correct that. Yes. You're raising them to take after Jesus, not to take after you exactly yeah you've made mistakes and yeah you could currently being be doing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. the best thing for you to do would be to change yep but the worst thing for you to do would be to not train them at all Mm -hmm. and so if you're gonna have to stick with you are then throwing up your hands and basically saying enemy you teach him yeah that is what you're doing have your way that is basically what you're doing because of your own convictions or your own your past or whatever it is your own yeah guilt and shame and all of that what is that verse about the enemy being an accuser he is the accuser of the brethren like that that is exactly what the enemy would do uh want you to you know because your own guilt and shame to throw up your hands and say i can't do nothing about this because of my past and then you're allowing the enemy to then have his way with your children yeah and then they're taking after not even you. It's now they're going after the ways of the enemy. 
that yeah. is what they're doing now and and then they reap destruction mm-hmm. if you don't when you discipline your children you will reap a harvest of righteousness the bible says yeah when you don't discipline them i don't know i don't like spare the rod spoil the child but um you know it ends up becoming a stench yeah it ends up becoming something that causes sorrow in your life and you can discipline them and you can train them and correct them and you can teach them to take after jesus even in the points that hey maybe you're falling and failing but ask god for grace and help yeah so that i can change to be a better example but where i'm lacking god help me to still teach them the right way mm-hmm. even if i'm still lacking in this area because the holy spirit again they he, the holy spirit can be your children's teacher it says it in the word mm-hmm. and the holy spirit will be their counselor and great will be their peace you can still train them to take after jesus even when you're doing the wrong thing yeah hey you know what i've i've messed up before or this was in my past Sometimes it's not even us doing it currently. We go, oh, I messed up when I was a kid. So, you know, well, they're going to oh, mess up too. You see that Jacob changes. Like yeah. he wrestles with God. And so Jacob changes. This was him as a changed, changed man. Yes. I'm no longer a deceiver. Mm-hmm. I've realized my God blessing changed his comes name. from God. God changed him. God touched him. He and reconciled with his brother in the way that he offered him restitution. And then they went their separate ways. But he gave him all those gifts when they went to meet with each other. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a heel grabber anymore. No. He became a giver. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was a changed man. And, and still, he doesn't correct his, his kids. In the very same area that he fell short in. And so it could be very well that if we did it, we think we have no place to say something. But God has given us authority to speak against the ways of the enemy yes and that's what you're that's what you are going going based on and you have authority like you have it mm-hmm. uh so was the stuff that happened in jacob's son's lives was that because um they had a generational curse from their father or is that because of actions that they took hey that's a great segue into next week's podcast that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that was good. Listen, if this is if this is blessed, she set you, that up. <laughs> if this has blessed you in any way, uh, we want you to share it with your friends. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's at Word OTW is the handle. You can follow us on TikTok at Word OTW. You can also follow us on Instagram at Word OTW. Um, isn't that awesome? How it's all the same, mm-hmm. and that stands for Word on the Way. In case you were wondering. Um, Vanessa, why don't you pray for them and ask God to help them help us, help us all pass something good down to our kids. Oh, that's what we didn't say about Isaiah, how God told Isaiah to bring his son with him to go speak to King Ahaz. Mm -hmm. And so Isaiah, the prophet brought his son with him in ministry. Yes. Isn't that so cool? Yes. Mm -hmm. You can, you can actually train your kids and bring them along with you in ministry and it can show them something yeah it's not for the adults only Mm -hmm. it's it's for the people underneath you it's for them to learn from you um so it ministry is not just for the adults to get ministered to your children need to see the god in you and god working through you yeah uh so that they can pick that up 
That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, pray for us because we need it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for being with us. We thank you, Lord God, for taking such good care of us. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. It is your grace and your mercy that has saved us, yes, that allows God. us, my God, uh, to be um, to be that that influence in our children, God. It is your word. It is your grace. It is your mercy. I ask that, God, that you would help us to live by your word and that, God, that we would uh, read your word to our children, that we would apply your word to our everyday lives, my God, so that that is what we are teaching our kids, so that we can train them in the way that they should go mm-hmm. so that they will never depart from it, God. I pray that we will be intentional, yes. that we will focus on the promises, and that, God, that we would help our children to take after Jesus, not take after us, Father, but to take after you, and we would point them to the word of God, that, God, that we would be honest with them, that we would tell them, my God, mm. all, God, what the past was like what we've done wrong and here in the word tells us how we can do it right yeah father help us to line up our everyday lives with your word and to be able to show our children point to the word of god point to the cross point to all that you have done in and through us so that they can learn from us my god and from your word my god to take after you you are life you Mm -hmm. are the way you are the truth my god And God, I know that with your help, no matter how ugly any one of our pasts may be like, with your help, we can do all things. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for the victory. I thank you for the grace and the mercy that you've had on our lives and for the victory. And I thank you, my God, that you have promises for our children, that our children are righteous. They are blessed in Christ Jesus. We thank you for it, God. We love you. You are awesome. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. We'll see you next time. Deuces. Truces. Truces.